Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be talking about Oliver Anthony, his song that went super viral, Richmond, North of Richmond. And this song resonates with working class America. It resonates with me a lot. I'm someone who works hard and then sees year after year, so it seems, my paycheck get less and less because of the economic inflation that started with the disastrous policies from D.C., uh, stemming from the lockdowns and then the CARES Act, which paid for lockdowns and a lot of other nefarious things, and wrecked our economy, and we've been wrecked ever since. So it resonates with me for those reasons. Uh, I'm working class. Many of you are probably working class. I, You see some reactions from evangelicals who are less working class, and they don't like the song nearly as much, which is a shocker, I know. So we're going to be talking about the evangelical reaction to the song. We're also going to be talking about Oliver Anthony reading an imprecatory psalm in his first live performance post-becoming famous. This is like a baby Christian zealous for the Lord, and you love to see that. So we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about the church ladies denouncing him. So we're going to get up to both of those things, but first I want to let you know Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join, linked in the description below. Uh, you can also check out our free Evangelical Dark Web newsletter that gives you more news in your inbox bypassing big tech sensors and uh the least you can do like this video subscribe to the channel if you are new new subs really help with the channel growth so with that said we're gonna use this article as a launching point then we're gonna watch the video and then we're going to uh, talk about the controversy that ensued so oliver anthony reads the bible at concert church ladies get mad so like i said uh, he, he wrote the song Richmond North of Richmond, which proclaims the plight of working class America and the indifference of Washington, D.C. political classes. The song's resonation has led to millions of views. People never heard of this guy before the other day, and now he is the talk of the nation. And you love to see that. So here is the latest video. Uh... <laughs> Uh, it's crazy to me because uh, I remember back in June I played here for about 20 people and uh, but that's that's the beautiful part of this country though is even an idiot like me can make something happen so if I can do it you can do it before we start singing and I mean we because I hope y'all are going to be singing too I just had something I, I felt compelled to share with you. This is in uh, Psalm, Psalm 37, 12 through 20. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them, but the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright, but their swords will pierce their own hearts, and their bows will be broken. Better the little that have righteousness 
than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will have plenty. But the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed, and they will go up in smoke. So that was the thunderous applause that Oliver Anthony read, uh, got for reading Psalm 37, an imprecatory psalm, by the way. And uh, it resonates with a lot of the th themes of his viral song, and it shows. But not everyone was happy about that. Not everyone was happy about that. So we're going to get back to the article because, uh, you know, we had a lot of people just criticize and go after uh, Oliver Anthony for doing this. A lot of them come from, I, you know, I'm just going to be honest, this, uh, Stephen Anglis is a pastor in Washington, I believe, the state. And again, he's a MacArthur bro. So this is just one of those trends that's really disturbing is that the MacArthur bros really go after, you know, Christians and they're clutching their pearls for very little reasons. So many evangelical influencers have come against uh, Anthony for the language used in the song. And this has been a general trend in evangelical conversation for the last few days. We had the uh, uh, KW True uh, made a statement on Twitter and all these other people did as well. I'm using Stephen Anglis just because it goes with the uh, video that of him reading the song. I mean, he, he says he's going to get roasted. Yeah, I'm probably going to get roasted for this, but I don't appreciate a famous guy. Or, sorry. I don't appreciate a guy famous for a song that says shit, bullshit, damn, and takes the Lord's name in vain using God's word for his concert. James 3.10 is how he concludes that. That is uh, Stephen Anglis, uh, pastor and MacArthur bro, if we're being real. Uh and there's some glaring flaws in his logic. Uh, first of all, the song does not take the Lord's name in vain. Uh, these rich men north of Richmond, Lord knows all they want, all just want to have total control. Sorry, I'm totally messing up the lyrics here. So that is not taking the Lord's name in vain. You could maybe argue it is a filler word, but it is not uh, doing that at all it is somewhat conversational i found the song song to be a lament i think the song's a little bit of a conversation with god a little bit of conversation with neighbor kind of at the same time uh and it's a lament it's a sad song this song makes me feel sad when i listen to it and that's the art that's the power of the music and, you know, it's not like it's uh, super intrinsic on, you know, the, the notes and stuff like that. But it's very well done. It resonates. And it's conversational. It's deeply sad, deeply moving. This is not taking the Lord's name in vain. Uh, first of all, taking the Lord's name in vain actually has more to do with breaking an oath 
in which you invoke God. So if you're swearing to God on something and then violate that, you have taken the Lord's name in vain. Um, and I agree that we should not use um, in, or treat the Lord's name blasphemously. Um, this song is conversational. It's using the Lord's name conversationally, I, I would say. It's not using it blasphemously. So these things are this this is a distinction so i would say that uh this this pastor is bearing false witness by saying he's taking the lord's name in vain because that's not what's going on there and he should know better moreover or more controversially he also is wrong on his more agreed upon point and this is the result of man's sensibilities being superimposed on scripture so jesus talks a lot about the weightier matters of the law these uh pharisees who have oral tradition that they believe is more important than what the Bible says. And that's exactly what goes on here with the language police and the tone police. They are using oral tradition, literally oral tradition, in, in the sense of words being used, to superimpose on Scripture when Scripture would violate their oral tradition. You know, just like David not washing, saying the magic prayer when he washes, when he doesn't wash his hands or not saying the magic prayer when he doesn't wash his hands when he eats from the field. So, um, the ancient Hebrew equivalent of the word shit appears four times in the Old Testament. So, let's go through those examples. We have Job uh, 20 ver uh, verse 7, uh, which in which the word is translated in like his own refuse in the North American standard and the KJV has like his own dung that's in Job 27 or 20 verse 7 Ezekiel 4:12 and thou thou shall bake it with dung that cometh out that is the KJV in their sight over human dung is the NAS or the Nazib um, the int, well, which I guess is international, I guess says shall eat dung out human or yeah. So that's Ezekiel four twelve, Ezekiel four fifteen of human dung over. That's the Nazib. Uh, KJV says for man's dung and thou shalt prepare. And then it says for the INT, Cows place dung of humans will prepare. So that kind of sounds like bullshit there. Um, and then we have Zephaniah chapter 1, verse 17. Uh, the KJV says, as dust and their flesh as the dung. Um, doesn't have the NAS there. So interesting. So there is the Old Testament, the same word appearing, because again, words are the meanings that they have. Not necessarily their spelling. This is the ancient Hebrew equivalent. We're talking about language here. This is the ancient Hebrew equivalent. You could theoretically faithfully translate. Uh, I think it's uh, Gel, Gelel, or Gel to mean a four-letter word that certain church ladies find unacceptable. And then we have in the New Testament, uh, Skybala. I, I, don't ask me for Greek pronunciations. Uh, Paul's use of skabala in Philippians 3.8 is also a linguistic equivalent. 
So the NAS uh, and count them but rubbish. The KJV, them but dung. And the INT and esteem them rubbish that Christ. So that is the modern equivalent of the word shit. That's what that is. Because that word is used for both poop and trash. So we have to remember that the English language has more words than other languages, giving way to a multitude on many of, of many words with synonymous meaning. Stronger connotations in language does not amount to sin. So I want to end uh, on Ephesians 4, 29 through 32, and I use the North American Standard Bible because that's my favorite translation. Let no unwholesome words proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as good for the edification according to the need of the moment, so that you so that it will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of re- redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. So the context of the unwholesome should uh, be understood uh, in the context of the sexual immorality that Paul discusses in the preceding verses. So like, you know, uh, making inappropriate jokes, you know, you know, about the sexual nature. So that kind of thing is generally what the verse is talking about, uh, specifically of sexual immorality and joking about doing that and stuff like that. So that that's, you know, the most direct context in which that verse speaks to. However, the concluding instruction is for general speech, because, again, shouldn't all our speech be edification according to the need of the moment? The Christian detractors of Oliver Anthony are not edifying the body or speaking a word that needs to be said in the given moment, whereas the song Rich Men, North of Richmond, clearly does. It is far more unwholesome to tear down a new brother in Christ who zealously reads imprecatory psalms that many churches pretend do not exist or apply today than the lyrics in his song, the song Rich Men, North of Richmond. This effeminate behavior is muzzling an ox while he's threshing. And I don't know why they're doing this. Is this some sort of Squidward-esque? You can't stand other people having fun? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But hey, this is my position on the issue. I don't think the song lyrics are sinful whatsoever. Um, I do think it's effeminate to really call it out. You are pearl-clutching. That's how I feel about that. You are superimposing man's sensibilities on um, the Bible, and you don't really have scriptural backing to say that an alternative word for poop is sinful. You don't have the scripture to back that up. So um, that's really all I got to say about that. My name is Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. Have a blessed day, and we will catch you on the next one. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.